High FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Stephen Gruz is the head of the of uh, the of African Governance and Diplomacy Program at the South African Institute of International Affairs. Stephen, a very good morning to you. How are you? I'm good, thanks, Howard. How are you doing? I am doing well, thank you. So let's just talk about the African uh, the Africa Russia summit. <laughs> How often does this happen? Is this a once-off? Is this something that regularly takes place? Give us some background here. So it's the second time this has happened, uh, the first one was in Sochi in Russia in 2019. And then the second one was meant to have been held last year, but I think because of the war and because of some disagreements between African states, it wasn't uh, uh, they weren't able to hold it in Africa. So they've held it this year. And yeah, it's a gathering of heads of state, but also thousands of business people and uh, academics and so on to try and promote relations between Russia and the various African states. Right. And how was this? How how was this particular one attended? Um, well, one of the things that uh, the media has been very keen to do is count the number of heads of state. So. In 2019, there were 43 heads of state, which is a very high number. Mm. This year, there were about 16 to 17. But what, what they missed is that actually uh, representatives from 48 different African countries were there, maybe not at the level of the president or the prime minister, sometimes at a lower level. But that's a good chunk of, of the African state mm. present. Mm. Mm. Um, and, and, and so in that sense, it's was, I guess, less of a photo opportunity for President Putin with less, with fewer uh, heads of state, but still quite an important uh, and well-attended gathering. Well, we know South Africa has a very complex relationship with the West and with Russia. Is this unique to South Africa, or is this something that many African states are grappling with? It's, it's something that many African states are grappling with. I think we are more acutely aware of it being in South Africa and seeing each episode uh, unfold. But quite a number of African states are trying to uh, walk this very fine line between the West and Russia, sometimes favoring one, sometimes favoring the other, claiming neutrality but being judged, I think, by their actions. But, for example, uh, all the Southern African states that are led by former liberation movements have been abstaining at the UN on any votes on Russia and Ukraine, including South Africa. So it's definitely not just us, and it's definitely not just in Africa. You have countries like Brazil and India also pursuing a, a non-aligned position, but sometimes being uh, pressed to favor one side or the other. So it's a, it's a delicate balance that countries are having to perform in their diplomacy really right around the world. Mm. And uh, in terms of how they are doing, do, does the rest of the world care to the extent that they seem to care about South Africa? Um, I think South Africa attracts more attention. It's, it's arguably a more important country, a more significant country, a more outward-looking country. Um, so I'm not, uh, you know, obviously can't follow exactly what's happening in every single state, mm, but I think course. South Africa has been a bit of a lightning rod uh, to draw particularly American criticism uh, for some of its actions, including the military exercises with with Russia and China in February, visits to Russia, etc. Uh, the Lady R incident uh, have, have all uh, brought South Africa into the spotlight, but that doesn't mean that 
other countries are also not pursuing uh, or trying to pursue a, a middle path. Has South Africa managed to pull back at all? I mean, I know that, well, I quite cynically or skeptically thought the whole peace talk initiative where Ramaphosa went off to Russia and Ukraine, even though it was a complete debacle from an international travel perspective and other aspects. But to me, that seemed like a, a, a valiant attempt to shift it to peacemaking and balance the perception. Mm. Have we managed to achieve that at all? So I would agree that it was a valid effort, and I think it's important that uh, African countries have uh, taken the initiative and uh, asserted themselves on the international stage. To be honest, not very much progress at all. In fact, probably going backwards because Russia has pulled out of the Black Sea Brain Initiative mm. and uh, has actually uh, said, well, it would rather just give free grain to various African countries. It promised at the summit to give uh, six different countries free uh, free grain. And, and, and so we saw the speeches of the heads of states urging Russia to rejoin this initiative. Uh, so it's uh, been... It's been uh, a mixed bag. I think I think the peace initiative is still alive, but barely. Uh, in order for it to move, you need both sides to make some progress to de-escalate. And you know, if you look at what's happened over the weekend, there've been attacks on uh, Russian positions in Crimea, on bridges and other crucial infrastructure by the Ukrainians. That doesn't seem to me to show that uh, this conflict is going to wind down anytime soon. Mm. To some extent, it doesn't really serve the United States either to push South Africa too far into Russia's camp. It's, it's not the first time we've seen this movie, you know, following the Second World War. We saw a lot of this type of um, sort of fighting for the hearts and souls and uh, support of different countries. So I imagine that the United States has got to play this fairly carefully as well. I can't just say, right, we're removing all sorts of things, sanctions against South Africa or whatever that would be. Um, yeah just simply because it actually doesn't serve their interests, does it? Uh, exactly. So I think, uh, you know, there's going to be push and pull, there's going to be movement uh, forwards and backwards. The United States is not happy with South Africa's general stance, which it perceives to be uh, close to Russia, and it has made certain threats, including uh, taking South Africa out of the African Growth and Opportunity mm. Act, a, a trade concession, a very lucrative trade concession. Um but, yes, it can't push too far because it doesn't want to send South Africa into the embrace of Russia uh, irrevocably with no with no contact with the U.S. I mean, that's not really practical anyway, uh, given the amount of business that we do with the United States. But still, um, it is cautious about not pushing too hard uh, and too fast uh, to make an enemy of South Africa. Mm, mm. Where, where, where does this go? How is South Africa? Um, how is South Africa uh, faring? Are we are we making a little bit of progress in this? Has the, our government heard the concerns from not only the United States but from South Africans themselves, who are not particularly supportive of their stance? Yeah, I, th- I think they they have heard them. Um, you know, we saw uh, Ramaphosa appoint a to go to the United States to explain South Africa's non-aligned position. I don't know how well they were mm. uh, received, but I think that shows something. 
Um, it's difficult to know what all the ordinary South Africans think. I mean, I think a lot of us uh, uh, believe that most of them are against the war. We don't really have proper opinion polling in South Africa. A few polls that have been conducted have been questioned in terms of their uh, integrity. But nevertheless, they have shown uh, support for uh, support, uh, um, a rejection of the war and uh, uh, unhappiness with what with what government has been doing. So I, I don't know. It's, it's a complex game. I'm not sure South Africa is too concerned about what its citizens think about this war. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that is all we have time for. Stephen Cruz, Head of African Governance and Diplomacy Program at the South African Institute of International Affairs. And we have been talking to Stephen about the African countries um, and the Africa-Russia summit. Uh, what does it indicate? What does this mean in terms of support for Russia? And, uh, of course, we also discussed how South Africa is uh, faring. Certainly, we weren't doing particularly well. We did try and pull it back a little bit. Have we succeeded? Has the flip-flopping damaged us? Well, these are things I imagine we still need to look into more, and we'll need to watch how this plays out.